And I'm talking with Jason Ashcraft. And uh, you are the guitarist for Helion Prime, correct? Correct, yes. That is me. And uh, Helion Prime's been together how long now? Uh, close to two. Well, so Heather and I started it a little over two years ago. Um, I say officially as a real full-fledged band a little over a year. So February of 2015, Heather and I put out our first single, The Drake Equation. And mm-hmm. shortly after that is when we found the rest of the guys and started the album and hit it full on. Um, so as a full band, I say a little over a year, but the project's been in the works for about two years. Okay. And uh, want to tell people who else is in the band with you? So we have myself on guitars, Heather Michelle on vocals, um, Jeremy Steinhouse on bass, and then Chad Anderson is our newest member on lead guitars. And currently, we have two session drummers playing with us who are kind of uh, good buddies of ours. Like, they're not technically full members. So um, our buddy Justin Herzer, he did the drums on the album, and he's done the majority of the shows for us, but he isn't actually an official member, you know? Mm. Um, So we're looking for... We actually have uh some drummers interested in coming on so we're seeing how that goes and hopefully we'll find you know the right guy for that and then we'll actually have an official full strong lineup you know so i'm looking forward to that because that's something i haven't had with a band in a long time and right now everyone in the band is awesome and we all really get along and so that's something again i've always wanted so hopefully that drummer will fill that <laughs> final spot and uh have you how many bands have you been in before this just two. Um, in my, when I was really young, well, not really young, 17, I was in this band, Emissary of Fire. It never went anywhere. And then my other project I have, uh, Dire Apparel, which was first, and I'm still active in that band. We're actually working on our debut album right now. Uh, that came hmm. into light in 2012. We got like three EPs out. You know, uh, the production's nowhere near like you know this album, and you know they're fun little things, but... Uh, I'm really proud of, you know, that's a, that's a topic for another day, obviously, but I'm really happy with the album that Dire Apparel has coming up. It's also, it's another kind of sci-fi thing, you know. Um, <laughs> so currently I am active in two bands, Dire Apparel and Helium Prime. Okay. And let's talk about the sci-fi thing. You got the, the name of the band from where? From Chronicles of Riddick, um, sci-fi film with Vin Diesel. And uh, I think one of the things, I mean, I, I as soon as I heard you guys, I really loved it. I mean, you have a nice technical, heavy sound. Um, Heather's voice is awesome. And I was just like, wow. And then I started looking at it and listening to the lyrics. And I'm like, and they have kind of a sci-fi thing going on, which just made it that much cooler. Yeah. And so, and here's the thing, too, with Helium Prime. So um, a lot of people categorize us as like sci-fi. But actually, the focus with Helium Prime is we're more science-based facts mm-hmm. than actual science fiction so we do have a few songs that dabble with science fiction like we have a song um a place i thought i knew which is based on star trek and we have a song moon watcher which is based on 2001 a space odyssey but the majority of our material is actually based on scientific facts rather than science fiction and how that kind of came about is as i mentioned my other project dire peril is full-on sci-fi like there's no mm. no denying it and i was like well, I don't know if I really want two bands that do sci-fi, but science is what I it's what I like to write about and it's what I'm inspired by. 
so I kind of brought the idea was like, what if we do like, you know, actual science facts, you know, and made songs on that. And we tried it out and we really liked it. So moving forward, we'll probably do less science fiction and more science facts. So hmm. like oh. the song Life Finds a Way, the music video, that's based on evolution. And we have a song Into the Black Hole, which is about, you know, the theory of the giant black hole in the center of our galaxy. Right, right. And you have, and of course, the Drake equation, the first yeah, song you did. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, calculations of how much or what uh what is it how much in likely we are to find intelligent life out in the known universe yep you're correct so yeah that, but that that kind of can be torn and it's it's like science fact toying with sci-fi on the edges kind of exactly it's the stuff it's it's the stuff sci-fi uses to launch off of exactly but um what i mean like the difference is we look at things that are actual theories and people are like oh this you know, this is what's going on. Whereas, again, if you look at Dire Peril, like our debut album, every song is based on like a, a favorite sci-fi film of mine. So it's unde mm. it's undeniably science fiction. Where this one, gotcha. this one borderlines. You know what I mean? For instance, like we have the song Ocean of Time. That song is about time travel. Obviously, we can't time travel, but we researched what would we really need in the real world to time travel. What do scientists believe it would take? And we took that and we built the song around that. So and that that was for Dire Peril. That's for Helium Prime Ocean. The, oh, that is Helium the Prime. Song. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So, like you said, like it can borderline science fiction, science fact, because obviously we're not time traveling. But so obviously it's not a real science fact. But we we <laughs> approach the song in a manner of well, how do scientists think we what what do they think we would need to time travel? So right, right, yeah. And that changes, it seems, every week at this point. Exactly. Yeah, you know, well, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very popular subject, it seems like. I, I love the idea of it, but at the same time, I hope it never happens because you're in a world of trouble when, you can, when you've mastered time travel, you know? <laughs> uh, unless we just keep creating other universes. Yeah, that too. Or, or moving to other probable worlds. We're not really changing anything. Right. Okay, yeah. What was uh, You Keep What You Kill about? That is actually about... Uh, the Necromongers from Chronicles of Riddick. Okay. So actually right. what's funny about that is we, you know, we named the band Helium Prime and uh, my friend Brett, who plays in the uh, Florida doom metal band, um, like doom death metal band, Soul Mass. He, uh, he's like, dude, you gotta have a song called you keep what you kill. If you're going to be, you know, naming your band after Riddick. And I was <laughs> like, dude, I have this piece that's super heavy and I don't have a title for it yet. So he inspired that. And so, yeah, so you you keep what you kill is the motto of the Necromongers in the movie. So, right, that's right. It's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, it wasn't really popular, unfortunately, but I love it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, I like I liked it. I definitely liked it. I'm a huge sci-fi fan, oh, yeah. so it it has to be pretty bad for me to be like, okay, this just sucked. <laughs> yeah, and that for me that borderline like there's there's good bad, and then there's like sci-fi channel original bad, which is just <laughs> which is comedy at that point. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's like okay, you're not even trying, right? And, and they know it. They know they're. Yeah, know, I mean, yeah. there's a fourth Sharknado coming out. I mean, how serious can they be taking it? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so the music video you shot that when? Uh, we shot that shortly after the album was released, so not too long ago. Maybe about four months ago, mm. three to four months ago. Yeah. And it looks fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it turned out really good, and we're really happy with it. So it was a lot. It was a lot of you know. I know I bitched about it earlier. It was, it was still a lot of fun to do, even though it was very time consuming, and you had to do the same thing over and over. Um, 
yeah, it was still a very fun day. <laughs> yes, it's tedious. Yeah, tedious, that's the word. Um, so at least if you're doing live footage. If you're doing stuff with uh, acting in it, it's not so bad. Right. Yeah, we haven't done any acting yet. I'm a terrible actor, so hopefully <laughs> you know, we'll see. <laughs> um, and wh- where did you record the album? So we recorded all our parts at home, actually, except for drums. We did really? the drum- Yeah, we did the drums at the studio in, in the area that we live, Sacramento, called Alien Productions. Uh, we recorded all the parts at home, but we had it mixed and we had it mixed by this guy, Carlos Alvarez of Dirty Viking Audio Productions out in Pennsylvania. Mm. And, you know, we reamped all the guitars and stuff. So he did all the reamping for us and everything. And um, and then we had it mastered at Tower Studios out in France. Wow. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. They're really cool guys. Um, Carlos, I'm actually going to the same two guys for the, my di- the Dire Parallel album because I had a really good experience. And working with Carlos was awesome. He's very, uh, he's very straightforward, which at first kind of took me back, you know. Um, but honestly, it made me better at the end of the day. So I love working with him because he, no mercy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the way you get better. Exactly. So if you send him something that sucks, he will tell you it sucks. <laughs> and, <laughs> but it's like I said, I was, I was thankful for it. Like by the end of the, the, by the end of recording this, the Helium Prime album, I learned so much that I didn't how, know. How long did, how, what's that? How long how long did it take you to record the whole whole thing? A couple months, so not too long. Um, mm. You know, working between our work schedules and everything like that, getting things done. It took it took longer than we wanted it to, but I feel it was worth it because you know we're all really happy with the final product. So, well, it sounds great. Thank you. I'm kind of surprised you did them all separately like that. Yeah. Well, and you know, a lot of us live in different locations. Heather and I are the only ones that really that live in Sacramento. Um, mm. Our bassist lives in Tahoe, which is about two hours north from us. Chad lives in Utah. Um, oh, wow. Chad actually isn't on this first album. He joined the band after this album. Was over. Like he, he became an official member not too long ago, actually, a couple months ago. He's been playing with us, though, for at least a year. Like he did, We did a tour last year that we put on ourselves, and he helped us out on that tour, and he slowly started doing more shows with us, and finally we're like, do you want to just join the band? <laughs> and so that's how Chad kind of came about. We're like, why are we not calling you a member yet? You're basically are. So, so the and, next, uh, go on. Oh, the next album, we'll see, uh, some Chad guitar work on it. So nice. Um, how far out have you toured? Not very. We've just done West coast so far. And okay. so not even the guys know this, but it's not like a secret, but I'm hoping we can get something bigger next year if we can either find some kind of booking agent or management that can get us on a bigger tour if not mm-hmm. we'll set something up ourselves and i would like to hit the east coast if possible uh, so that would be awesome yeah so you know there's nothing we've talked about because again we're gonna after this show next week we're gonna take it slow for a little bit because we've just been going 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 and um i want to start the second album i already have two songs done but they were songs that I was kind of tinkering with and they just kind of came into place. But I really want to focus because for me, you know, I feel like you got to go better with the second album or else I don't want to be the band that just had that one good album, you know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I really want to, I, I basically I don't want any distractions. You know what I mean? We're going to, and it'll be perfect timing because I'm about to wrap up the dire parallel 
album. So as far as shows and promoting, I can put my focus on that while I'm kind of in the background writing the next Helium Prime album with no like obligations of Helium Prime that I need to focus on. I, I think a lot of times what happens with bands too is they have all this time to work on that first record. They're songs that are years and years old and they put out that first record and it's amazing. And then, especially if they're on a label, the label says, okay, we need something else from you in six months. Right. Well, and then they go, okay, so now we have to write. They're not necessarily inspired. They're touring. They don't have that that luxury, you know? And and that's kind of where my mindset is right now. Like, I keep telling my friends that and stuff because, like, this first album, it kind of was a happy accident. Like, you know, mm. Heather has her other band, Grey Shadow. I had Dire Peril. And I was kind of just tinkering with some songs that, you know, didn't really fit for Dire Peril. And I was like, hey, you want to, like, do a project together? And before we knew it, we had an entire album and there, but there was no pressure. We were just writing for fun. And now, like, and I'm not saying I feel pressured, like, oh, my God. But there's definitely a little more pressure than there was for the first one. Because the first one, like you said, like, there was no time limit. It just kind of fell right. it kind of fell into place. But now I want an album out next year. So I'm putting a deadline on myself, <laughs> you know. So. Well, as long as you're inspired and you're not going to be touring, so that gives you some time to work on it. Exactly. So I figure if we, you know... We got, you know, we do the show in July. I got six months to just focus on writing. If I can't come up with an album then, by then, you know, I got some problems. <laughs> do you write all the lyrics? No, actually, Heather so far has written all the lyrics. I write the music, Heather okay. writes the lyrics. Okay, and you said she's in another band too? Yes. What's that? Grave Shadow. So they're more. Did of, you say. What's that? Is, what, what was the first word again? grave shadow like a grave oh grave shadow okay yeah so they're more of a symphonic kind of metal band which ah. uh, it's not really my cup of tea but you know they're doing really well um you like well the power metal type of stuff definitely i'm more traditional power metal kind of guy absolutely so and and this does you know i mean power metal a lot of times comes out sounding very dated your stuff does not sound dated and you know that was kind of on purpose because it's funny like when um i when i went in in mind, I was like, I want this stuff to sound a little more modern, a little more simpler, a little more catchy. Because if you listen to Dire Peril, it's very more traditional sounding, very influenced by like Iced Earth, Iron Maiden. Um, so I would say Dire Peril definitely sounds a little more dated than Helium Prime. Um, but again, I went in with the mindset with Helium Prime was to give it a little more modern sound. And what's funny is, you know, I make it. You know, heat for this, I don't know, because a lot of people don't seem to like this band, but I absolutely love them. A lot of people don't catch this, but one of the biggest influences for this Helium Prime album was actually Trivium. And, mm. you know, they're more a modern band. And so that could be why it kind of sounds a little more modern. You know, I, I don't really know. Um, but I did take, a, you know, I did take a lot of different influences because even though, you know, I say we're power metal, we obviously have some other stuff in there because I kind of just I kind of just write what I write. You know what I mean? I don't really have a direction whatever it comes out sounding like is what it is. And there's even like, I was really influenced a lot by even like Devin Townsend, which obviously he's not power metal, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, the album just kind of became what it is and, you know, but again, we're really happy with it. So hopefully I can, you know, do that again. Second time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's been your, what's been your favorite <laughs> moment uh, so far in this band? Honestly, just the, the feedback. I've never, you know, gotten as much positive feedback for any musical project I've ever done as I have with Helium Prime, just in the short amount of time we've been a band, just in the short amount of time since the album's come out, not even six months. Like, 
every day we're getting a new order on our web shop. You know, we sold out of our first pressing of CDs almost immediately. And, you know, I've had people message the band every day and it's really cool. And I know we're still, you know, on the underground and we're still small term, but hopefully, and that's why I really want to get another album out and just keep the momentum going. Cause hopefully this can grab the attention of some higher ups and hopefully we can get that nice label deal at some point, you know? Um, so you released this yourself? Yeah, so this was self-released in February, and then actually it's gonna, it's about to get re-released in August through Dive Bomb Records. I don't know if you ever heard oh, of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So uh, friends of ours, do you know Judicator? No. Okay, so Judicator, they're another uh, power metal band from around here, and they're on Dive Bomb, and I'm really good friends with them, and their singer, John Yellen, is actually the singer as well for my other project, Dire Apparel. You know, we all kind of ah. we all kind of just share each other. <laughs> and so, you know, they're on Dive Bomb, and John was saying how, oh, you know, I, I could probably get Dire Apparel set up on Dive Bomb Records. And so with all that in mind, I kind of just, you know, I was like, just plain out ass. I was like, well, you know, if you're going to do Dire Apparel, you got any interest in doing Helium Prime as well? So... You know the guy, and you know the, I already knew the guy liked the album because he had told me, like the guy who owns Dive Bomb, and he was he was down to do it. So we're going to reissue this first album with them. It's going to be cool. It's going to have a a better looking booklet, bigger, more pictures and stuff. And um, you know, so we'll do that, which will be cool. And they're a smaller label, but at least it'll give us that experience of being on a label. And hopefully, again, mm-hmm. that's just one more thing that can hopefully get us in the right direction. So yeah. Yeah, and uh, who did the album artwork for you? That would be Mark Winslet. He works for an art company out in Florida called Brilliant Engine, which is run by this guy, Bo Bradshaw. Both of them are really awesome. And um, so I kind of put a post up because I always, I always wanted to do an album cover that just really resembled some classic 50s, 60s sci-fi. Oh, yeah. I, it's dead on. Yeah, and I always wanted to do it for Dire Apparel, and it like, never happened. I don't know, for some reason... It just didn't happen. So when I started Helium Prime, I was like, no, I have to. It has to be done. This has to be it. <laughs> so I just kind of put a thing out there on Facebook. Like, does anyone know any artists that can, you know, do this? And once again, my buddy Brett came to the rescue, and he knows these guys in Florida, and he hooked me up with them, and they just did a, an amazing job. And honestly, like, I feel the album artwork is a big help in our success because so many people have been like, oh, my God, dude, I saw your album artwork, and I had to check you guys out. So... <laughs> Yeah. It, it works like that. It used to work like that all the time until digital came along. Digital, I think, has taken that power away a little bit. Right. But, but you know, though, like, I'm I'm the same even now. Like, if an album cover captures me, I'll at least give it a chance, you know? Oh, definitely. Because, you know, you can, you can tell a lot. Like, you look at ours, like, all right, obviously these people are cheesy and nerdy, and it might be good, <laughs> you know? So, and, you know, we've had people say, like, it's the worst album cover they've ever seen, but that's fine. Really? Oh, you know, there's there's always somebody. So I absolutely love it. And what's funny I, I think, is that I, I think if it were, if you were trying to take it seriously, I could see someone saying that. And, and that's probably, that's the problem. Like, I mean, we take our music very seriously, but at the, right, at the same right. time, we're a bunch of sci-fi nerds and, you know. Yeah, and you're having <laughs> fun with the cover. Exactly. And was, you know, we almost didn't have that dinosaur on it. And that's really what, sold, what sells it for people is the, you know, the, the robotic dinosaur. And yeah. it almost wasn't there, but at the last minute, when they're like, is there anything else you want? And as much as a sci-fi fan I am, I'm a big dinosaur fan as well. And <laughs> I was like, you know, if you guys can throw in a T-Rex somehow, I will not complain. And I was thinking like they'd have one in the background <laughs> or something, you know. And 
they like they just sent me that and I was like that is amazing so that's how it came to be <laughs> and, and and I love the fact that it looks like an old book cover like you have the creases and the wrinkles yeah that was actually them that was all them and I loved it I love it as well I was like oh it's brilliant you know good job so yeah so they're really cool to work with I've so I've since done three art pieces with them one for dire apparel and two for helium prime uh, and as long as they're in business uh, Mark will be the official art guy for helium prime absolutely nice yeah all right and where where can people find you on the web um so a few places obviously facebook facebook.com slash helium prime metal uh we have an official website helium prime metal.com which needs to get updated we're really bad at that <laughs> um <laughs> so you run instagram but again we're bad at that the, the main two the main three uh people want to find us facebook our official website, and then you can find us at bandcamp.heliumprime.com, and that's where you can buy our album, our T-shirts, uh, stickers, you know, whatever we have available at the moment. And we only have a few copies left of our prints for the CD, and once they're sold out, mm-hmm. they will no longer be available. So I guess they've kind of become like limited edition, you could say. I don't know. Because um, <laughs> once we sell out of ours, then we're no longer going to sell physical copies through our Bandcamp, and we'll just have, right. we'll, they'll just be sold directly from Dive Bomb. So we'll have, a you know, on our website and all that, we'll have links to Dive Bomb Records to get our CDs as soon as they're available. So, And uh, have you seen more digital sales or physical sales? Actually, We've seen more physical sales than digital, so, cool. and we've we've seen a lot more European than American sales. Like, yeah, that's not surprising. No, yeah, I mean that's it's pretty common. So, it's quite funny. We've uh, maybe seen like under ten like California sales. So we do the worst locally than we do anywhere else. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm I'm really happy with how we're doing. So. How do you do for live shows out there? <coughs> we do do pretty well. I mean, local shows unfortunately are hard for anybody, you know. Right. And that's just the name of the game. But we definitely don't do terrible. You know, we can, uh, we could. I'm not gonna say pack a place, but we could do well. We could pull forty, fifty people if needed. You know, so nice. Like, nice. yeah, that's not you know, it's not horrible. I've seen worse. So no, for for a band that's been around as short as short a time as you have, yeah. So. All right. Is there anything else people should know? Uh, I mean, at the moment, like I said, no. Uh, if anyone's around the area and they want to hear us with Judicator, come out to Sacramento on July 7th. But otherwise, you know, like I said, uh, you know, thanks for buying our album and stay tuned because I'm going to be hitting the next album really hard and hopefully have an early 2017 release you know most likely though it'll be a mid release if i'm being realistic but i'm hoping for early shooting for mid so 